to another Undiscovered podcast by uh, your host, Juho. Uh, just came from a walk and well now I'm recording this with... Uh, the, the, I mean, Finland is a perfect country, in my opinion. The only negative downside is that it gets really, really cold during the winter. So you can't really have a good walks. So, I mean, you have good walks, but uh, you would have nicer walks in nicer weather. If it was a bit more light and a bit more warmth, that would be, you know, perfect. So, you know, big guy up there, God, if you're listening, if you're a, if you're a listener of this podcast, could you, uh, could you figure that stuff out for me? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So today I was thinking um, I'll talk about well uh, I don't I don't read the news mostly at all or I'm not kind of I don't know about social happenings or I don't know about what do you call them current events events I don't know about politics like I when the war happened with Ukraine and Russia like I heard about it. <laughs> Maybe like two weeks later from a friend who said like, hey, did you know that, you know, this is happening? I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, just, I don't care. I don't care about the outside world. I only care about kind of things which are within my control. And I think that's, well, since I started to read about stoicism, that's, it changed my life. I'm a... Uh, you know, people say, oh, you have to be a, well, like, you have to be involved in politics. You have to be kind of up to date with current events. Like, no, you don't. You don't have to care about anything else but, like, things within your grasp. I think that has made me a lot happier as a person because I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't care what's out in the world. Uh, but I did. I did stumble, like, one thing which I've seen uh, popping up is this guy, Andrew Tate. <laughs> he's uh, over the internet, so he's uh, a millionaire, a, a millionaire who, well, he has a lot of controversial opinions and he, you know, you know, he just, uh, I don't know, he, he says a lot of crazy stuff and people get offended, people get upset. And I just, you know, with stuff like that, I, and I've listened to some of what he says and it's pretty, pretty goddamn funny to me, some of the stuff. And it's also funny when, uh, you know, there's, there's comedians, there's a couple of comedians who I follow and they, it's funny when they make fun of him. And also it's funny when people get so worked up and upset and just, want to, you know, you know, we have to uh, block him up or we have to whatever, ban him from social media. He's a dangerous influence. It's like, who cares? Who cares? It's just, that's, that kind of attitude is just hilarious why people get up so upset, you know? Like, what's the, there's a millionaire talking his own opinions. Who cares? It doesn't affect your life. Why, why you get so worked up about it? Why why people get upset at things which are beyond get their control? It's baffling. Uh, 
Yeah, but it's <laughs> I don't know. It like I don't think people realize that when you hate someone, when you have hatred towards someone, you're letting them control your mind. You know? You don't even realize you're being controlled by them. And at what and this is something I've noticed. I think people oftentimes they have a lot of things they should be doing in their lives, but they choose not to do them because they say, "Oh no, I, I can't, I, I can't uh, work on myself. I don't, I, I can't work on my career because I have to go out and protest, or I have to, you know, f- focus on some external thing." You know, they kind of they lie to themselves. They say that, "Oh, I'm like, I don't know." They think I think that's the appeal of these like mass causes like you know those people who go out and protest I guess I saw some people holding signs about the Ukraine situation that hey remember Ukraine I'm like who okay beside me <laughs> who doesn't know about the situation you know everyone everyone knows that I don't see what the point is of you holding up a sign talking or like, you know, saying Ukraine war needs to stop. It just, and I thought about it. Here's what I think what's happening. All those people protesting. It's, they have something in their lives that they need to like work on. It could be anything. It could be their career. Could be, they could be a better friend. They could be a, a better person. They could be in a better shape. But they don't want to face that. They go, oh, no, no, I, I I, can't focus. I can't go to the gym. I can't call up my friend and ask how he is doing because I need to go out and protest, you know, which is they just, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, honestly. But I feel like people don't... They they focus on external things to hide from themselves, if that makes sense. And actually, going back to the uh, well, the Andrew Tate situation of people, you know, some million. Here's what I see basically. Here's my analysis of what's happening. Some guy, some millionaire, is saying something online that's controversial, and people get upset. It's just who cares about what someone says it doesn't matter but anyway so <laughs> I was listening to a song by Nightwish uh, my favorite band of all time uh, but anyway so it's called Idi Maru and through that song uh, I learned about this book series that has been made called The King Killer I think it was called The King Killer and uh, yeah the book kind of it has uh, it's a fantasy book series, and it has like, well, different kingdoms in it, different factions, different armies, and they all kind of fight each other and try to gain control and gain more power, you know, just like every other book series or story, basically. And then there's this one, let's say, faction in in the series called the Idimaru, and. Uh, while the kings are up in the high castles, you know, making decisions, trying to get, uh, you know, more powerful themselves and less powerful for the other kings, the Idimaru are just, they are, you know, they're travelers. 
they move from kingdom to kingdom, from city to city, and just tell stories and sing and entertain people, and they make their living that way. And all they they kind of make fun of everyone and everything for you know trying to gain power and have some kind of control over this world and it just they make fun of everyone equally uh, because they realize that none of it really matters <laughs> you know they sing stories about these foolish kings and they well this is what the king did because he wants to feel important and just make fun of everyone and that's the that's the really the faction that I want to belong in I don't want to be, you know, if I was in that fantasy book, I don't want to be the king. I don't want to be in an army. I just want to be laughing at all the people and making barely enough money to get by. Just, <laughs> you know, it's it's like in Fight Club, they say the things you own end up owning you. You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter all the the status that people try to get them for themselves or this you know and that's that's how like there's really uh uh well okay there's i think it's an innate desire for humans to try to attain respect and i think that's good we want to i think we live in a hierarchical society and we well in order for things to progress, we need to have competition. We need to have a, a system that uh, there's an incentive for trying to do things better. And I think that's that's what the you know survival of the fittest or the hierarchical system provides. And there's a couple of ways that people can attain respect in life. Well, only two ways now to think about it. One is you try to get like materials, like nice cars, nice clothes, nice whatever. You you up your status by your wealth, right? And the way you get that wealth is you work on your career and you really focus, spend all your time on that. And then, well, <laughs> you can have the things that impress people and make people go, wow, you have you have so much money. Um, so that's one way. Uh, or the other one is, well, and this is the one which I'm kind of, I'm on the path now. I used to be on the path of like, I really cared about my career and wanted to make a lot of money, but now I don't. I don't care about it anymore. So my path is simply trying to become the best version of myself, you know? So trying to really think like, okay, if I could be the best version of me, what would I look like? And I have like a whole, well, I have this whole big note or this kind of, this note which I write for myself about the, how can I attain it and what does it look like? What am I if I'm the best version of myself? And it, it's based on what are your innate values. Um, and for me, I've, I've really thought about this a lot. It's, well, being a great friend, being a, and w- well, 
what does it mean? Well, being someone who people can always count on and can always trust. So I think trust is a very big thing. Another one is the being able to articulate myself in any situation. doesn't matter where you throw me. I want to always be, you know, in control of, of being able to kind of break down how I feel and present it like really quickly. So I think articulation and being loyal uh, while learning how to speak and it's, how do you say this? How would you describe it? It's your innate value system which kind of gives you the things which you should strive for. So, and I think uh, if you have a list of words, let's say, and uh, you see, well, some words resonate, uh, list of words, I mean like list of values, like articulate, uh, loyal, uh, strong, you know, all this, this type of words, we, we all kind of, some words resonate with me and with people more than others. And I think that's a very good way to see what your value system is. And another one is, well, we'll do it like a Belbin team theory test, which kind of, it, it had a section where other people, there was a list of these positive values, these words, and other people chose what are the ones which describe me the most. So you're letting, because you aren't just what you think you are, you are the combination of what you think you are and what, how other people perceive you. So uh, that list, what, how other people perceive me was a really helpful thing. One of the, I remember the, the word that people used to describe me the most was helpful which, well, to me, that ties into being loyal and being someone who people can trust and someone who's, you know, the greatest friend of all time. I think that's what I want to be, the greatest friend of all time. Yeah, but I think, uh, well, that's, that's my way of attaining respect and kind of, it's my purpose. I don't care about the money anymore. I used to. I, I tried. To <laughs> I cared so much about becoming like a really important, uh, making a lot of money through coding. But now I, I've realized that it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say for now. So I will see you guys next time. Have a nice day.